Welcome to Reformed Forum Express, brief selections of Reformed theology, new media from Reformed Forum, online at reformedforum.org. My name is Skipton Busey. Today's clip is from Christ the Center, episode number 49, with Lane Tipton about Van Til's particular formulation of Trinitarian theology. What are some of the unique, unique elements of Van Til's Trinitarian theology, or at least how he articulates it? And what are some of the things he's very jealous to guard or protect um, contra other philosophies? Well, you know, that's a very good question. I appreciate you asking it that way. Um, and there's something I need to say kind of to preface this, and I am still struggling to understand this phenomena, but there seems to be, even within the Reformed tradition right now, a, a, a fundamental lack of familiarity both with Van Til and his context. Uh, when you're thinking through Van Til's Trinitarian theology, one of the things that you have to know in order to do justice to his proposal and his unique formulations is understand his context. One of the things, for instance, that Van Til is dead set against, and I think it's one of the great um, dangers facing the church today, you see this, for instance, writ large throughout Bruce McCormick's work, is the danger of a neo-Hegelian ontology. And what does um, Hegelian and neo-Hegelian metaphysics look like? Well, it always and at every point seeks to commingle eternal and temporal categories in terms of a dialectical process in term by which they're integrated. Mm-hmm. So that uh, uh, Van Til, when he's looking at the contemporary scene, he's looking at the 19th and early 20th century German, British, and American absolute idealists. And what does he say? He says that the fundamental problem here in their construal of a construal of an absolute is that the absolute for his intelligibility for its intelligibility requires the space-time continuum for particularity for self-consciousness etc and so van til's looking at the um, hegelian um, stream of philosophy and he's saying that absolute is no absolute at all He's also looking at Boston personalists who are wanting to affirm that reality is ultimately personal. But what is their um, bottom line with regard to the personality of ultimate reality? It's finite. It's in some way reciprocally related to a community of persons. And so Ventil's looking at um, absolutes. He's looking at persons in his philosophical milieu, and he can't find anything that even begins to approximate the absolute triune personal God Mm. whom he's seeking to defend. So from one side, in terms of a polemical context at least, Ventil's engaging with the absolute idealists, with the Boston personalists, and just of orthodox, reformed Trinitarianism that he inherited from old Amsterdam and old Princeton. Um, and how does how does Van Til apply his Trinitarianism to solve the question of the one and the many, which is really, I guess, the great philosophical question that every everyone's trying Could to answer? Could you maybe first lay the foundation and explain what that problem is and why it's so important to Western philosophy, at least post-Kantian sure. philosophy? Sure. I mean, the, the problem of the one and the many is whether you're going to strive for universality in your explanation of reality or you're going to strive for particularity. 
Um, those who are striving for an ultimate unity in knowledge are going to wind up generalizing reality until they get to some ultimate category like being. Being, which is not any particular thing at all. It's uh, everything in general. It's nothing in particular. But the problem when you get to the most universal way of describing reality, it's just general um, non-particular reality. You've abstracted it so much you can't even say anything about it. Close your eyes and think of what being is, and it looks a lot like what? Non-being, nothing, right? Right. And so, uh, on the other hand, people who want to eschew that sort of abstract approach to um, knowing and to being uh, move toward the particularity of reality. A good example of this would be David Hume. And he moves in the direction of saying that only concrete particulars exist. He's a nominalist of a quite high order. And so uh, for Hume, only concrete particulars exist. But if everything is concrete, if everything is particular, and there, there is no higher unity to the particular objects that we experience, guess what? Everything is concrete in such a way that there's no unity, and you really have to begin naming every single item and datum of your experience in such a way that it's distinguished from everything else. So try to relate that. And what do you have? You have beads in a necklace that can't be connected, and you have ultimately um, no knowledge of anything uh, in terms of of a general organizing theory because nothing can be organized or brought together. And so it seems that you have either um, an ultimate oneness in which particularity is lost or you have an ultimate manyness in which unity is lost. And there's a, there's a self-destructive dialectic going back and forth between those two poles throughout yeah. the history of Western philosophy. That's something Van Til likes to pick up on. That it's reductio ad absurdum of every philosophy that's non-Christian, right? And that's why mm-hmm. he wants to mm-hmm. defend Christianity and the triune God because he provides a solution to one of the main, if not the main, problem that philosophy has been struggling with in terms of epistemology. Yeah, he does. And what I what I like about what Van Til's doing there is that Van Til's not wanting to rest. This is one of the things I love about his approach. He's not wanting to say that our goal is to articulate a philosophy of the one and the many, as important as that is. Right. That's yeah. more of an apologetical concern for Van Til because what he's interested in doing is bringing us face-to-face with the absolutely personal triune God who isn't one and many. He is an absolute triune personal God. And, he, and Van Til's uh, argument is that um, the unity of God, and the diversity of God are equally ultimate and equally basic. God is essentially a triune God. He could not be otherwise. Contrary to the revisionist, mm. you know, reconstructionist proposals of people like Bruce McCormick and others yeah. Yeah. in the New Orthodox tradition who deny uh, um, such things, Van Til was resolute in maintaining that and, and thought that that provides um, something that... that uh, philosophy might be searching for but cannot find because it's looking in all the wrong places. It's not looking to the revelation of the triune God. It's looking for solutions to autonomous philosophical constructions by use of autonomous reason. This has been Reformed Forum Express. If you have a favorite clip you would like to share, send a link to the episode along with the start and stop time to mail at reformedforum.org or Twitter us at Reformed Forum. 
We will look to use the clip for a future episode. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us next time on Reformed Forum Express.